0: I read a story a while ago about a Mr. Yates. Mr. Yates uh, owned a sheep ranch out west during the Depression. And because of the tough times, as many people experienced in those days, he didn't have money to pay his mortgage. And so he was forced to live on government subsidies. He struggled along as best he could. And each day, as he tended his sheep, he worried about how he would pay his bills until one day a crew of men came to Mr. Yates's ranch and said that he might have on his land precious metals. And so they asked him if they asked him if they could dig. And they dug and after a lease was signed they found Precious metals. Subsequent dwigs revealed even more precious metals just below the surface of Mr. Yates's land. And Mr. Yates owned it all. He always had. The precious metals had always been there. He just never realized it. In some ways, we are often like Mr. Yates, We feel at times in our lives that we have nothing to offer, that we are in helpless situations, that we are hopeless, living completely unaware of the extraordinary power that exists just below the surface, that is available to us. The Holy Spirit, each one of us, has it implanted within us, dwelling within us. And what God gives us in the Spirit is more than just a sense of God's strength or God's uh, presence or God's peace. God gives us a set of gifts as well. Gifts and talents that we're called in our life to uncover, to dig up, and to develop. In the Hebrew Bible lesson this morning from the 11th chapter of Numbers, we don't get to look at Numbers very often. In the 11th chapter of Numbers today, the 70 leaders of the church, as Jenna read, uh, the, the 70 leaders of the church with Moses discover their gift of prophecy, the ability to discern God's will for their people, and they use it. Now, this is just one of the numerous gifts that the scriptures talk about. The gift of teaching, the gift of hospitality, the gift of wisdom, the gift of helping, the gift of giving, and so much more. The key, as Moses says, is that whatever you got, we use it. We use those gifts that we have been given. What gifts has God Given you to use to serve God and your neighbor in the way that God intended, especially for you. What gifts, what opportunities are there to serve? It might be polishing a pew, it might be planting bulbs, it might be. Uh, volunteering in the Sanctuary Coalition. It might be using your gifts for all sorts of different ways, but whatever it is, we're called to use it. This is what happened with Mr. Yates. What happened with Mr. Yates is that someone else let them him know what lay just below the surface. Sometimes it takes for us, other people, who remind us of the gifts that we have to share in our lives and we're called to do that for other people that was what it means to be the church to surround other people with that knowledge of what is there that they can use for God's purpose in this world mr yates had someone help him find out what lay just beneath the surface and he discovered how his life of poverty was transformed to a life of abundance and the same thing can happen to us. He found what was always there and he used it and it changed his life. This is what the Spirit can do, even more so than precious metals in your land, in case you go out and look this afternoon. What the Spirit can do for us when we respond to it and give ourselves to God's work is to transform our lives, to transform our church, to transform our community and our world. And we live at a time and in a world that needs to have transformation. In the second chapter of the book of Acts, uh, where the Pentecost story occurs, we don't read from it today. but In that first Pentecost experience, the church is born, and it happens just in the midst of fear and uncertainty and confusion, just like in our world today at times. Yet through the feeling of the Spirit, this small group of different people change the world the Holy Spirit descends on this group of Jesus's followers and in that moment all their human differences are overcome and this diverse group is united and understands the common purpose before them that sense of community that they're called to be about and they're able to communicate they understand as all. we always have to be able to help each other see the possibility that God puts before them. They, they turn away from that can't-do mentality. They turn away from fear. They turn away from in being inward-looking, from thinking small, and believe in what can happen in their midst. We ourselves, the leaders of our country, need to believe in the uniting power that exists when the Spirit lives. Too often people think small. We do. Nations do. But we are called to remember our role in our community and our role in our planet. And the Spirit, the living presence of God, requires us to do that. To think beyond our own limited vision and perspective and to remember, as the prophet Joel says, when the spirit is alive, you dream dreams and see visions. Not of your own success, not of your own nation's success, but how you fit within the greater world, how we fit within our community, and how we live abundantly together. Jesus said in that gospel passage from the seventh chapter of John, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and let the one who believes in me drink. All of us thirst to have that belief in ourselves, that Jesus, that God has in us. God knows what we can do if we would only take that first step. Do you believe that out of your heart can flow rivers of living water? Because that's the gospel truth. Out of you can flow rivers of living water that can sustain your life, sustain the life of those around you, and bring a sustaining power into the world we live in And what God means by, what Jesus means by saying that is that out of you can come works and words that will show to others, that will help others, that will lead others to grow as children of God. And I'm not saying that it's going to be easy to take up that path. But it's like, you know, what Thomas Edison said is the famous quote about how he defined his success. 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. Well, for us, that 1% inspiration is so powerful, it can drive us forward if we open ourselves up to it. Our inspiration, the literally indwelling of the Spirit, the Spirit in us, opens up so many possibilities for us, as individuals and as a people, for how we can do God's work in this place and beyond. And this is available to us not only on one Pentecost Sunday, that spirit is alive. It blows in your life. That fire rests on you to ignite a passion To bring transformation in your life and in the life of our world think of how a sanctuary is called a nave right nave comes from the latin word navis that is the root word of navy which basically means ship and it's true that we collectively feel the spirit alive within us when we do that it is like We are on a ship together, and each of the pews is like our bench on that ship. And each of us here has our hands on an oar. The Spirit has given us, given to us, provides us all the energy we need, but it's up to us to use it to row. For our church's ministry to continue to move forward and to flow as it has, we need you to use what God has given to you. For we need you to work with what God has blessed you with. We need you to reach out and and join with others in the church in offering all you can to make our ministry happen. We need you to reach out, to connect with others, to invite them to row with us going to mean a different thing for each of us how we're going to be able to offer our gifts but all of us with God's guidance and the power of the Holy Spirit being aware of the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within us all of us will be able to offer something that makes a difference makes a difference to us makes a difference to those around us And one by one, day by day, people by people, makes a difference to the world. Show your spirit. Let that spirit come alive. Be aware of its moving in your life. You can't see God, but feel God's presence and let it move you. Let it move our world. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we come before you on this and every morning and we are seeking and searching and we pray, dear God, if anyone comes this morning with a special challenge in their life or a difficulty or transition they're facing, allow them to know that you are with them through it all. Let them feel that light and that strength and that courage. And for us as we Take part in communion for a few, in a few moments. Let us feel as we taste that bread and drink of that cup flowing within us the living presence of our God, strengthening us, moving us as individuals and as a people to be able to, like that first Pentecost experience, to be able to communicate and connect and unite and move together see our place, not in a self-centered way, but to see and to know our role in this world we live in. We pray these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. And now I invite you to join together on page 2117 of the Black Faith We Sing hymnal in the hymn, Spirit of God. Please stand if you are able.